0: Welcome to the Hip show, Perspective Reboot, with Christy Borst, gifted intuitive energy healer. During this show, Christy will be sharing wisdom, healing, and empowerment to help release that which no longer serves you and to show you another way to live. Is physical pain controlling your life? Do you feel like happiness is just beyond your grasp? Want to move past old hurts or traumas? Leave negativity and pain behind? Christy's divine healing gift, her Perspective Reboot process, and her uplifting and unique viewpoint will help set you on that path toward the life you've always dreamed of. Now, here is your host Christy Borst.
1: Hi everyone, welcome to Perspective Reboot and I am your host Christy Borst. Thanks for joining me today. I'm really excited about this show. For those of you who haven't tuned in in the past, Perspective Reboot is basically a show that I'm sharing to help you expand yourself, your sense of self, and what is possible for you to attain in this lifetime. Today, my guest is Lynn Andrews, and we're going to be talking about the messages from animals both within us and that show up throughout our lives. What I kind of feel in my own sense of self is that as a society, we have gotten out of touch with the Earth and the Earth's animals, and we've come to rely so much on our five senses that uh, it basically has shut us off from a huge part of ourselves. And that is one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about animals and what animals bring to our lives. I believe that when we can observe animals and find our connectedness to them, and the messages that we share with them, that it brings us a deeper knowledge of ourselves and what we have to offer. For my own self, animals have been profound for me in finding my way back to this healing resonance that I'm offering. Uh, For me, my big wake-up call came in the form of an American bald eagle. I was driving down the highway 70 miles an hour, flanked on both sides with cars so I couldn't leave my lane, and an American eagle flew down into the highway in front of my car. Of course, I didn't want to hit the eagle, and I just said to it with my mind, please fly up. I can't avoid you and I don't want to hit you and the eagle flew up and actually flew up the nose of my minivan and I, you know, for a moment I couldn't see. All I could see was this eagle and for me that I believe was my wake-up call to get back in touch with who I am. Now, who knows what other more subtle signs I had missed along the way but that kind of led me on my path. And one of the other things that happened shortly thereafter was I was at a meeting and there was a rack of books and I was looking at the books and what jumped out at me was this book, Medicine Woman by Lynn Andrews. And I read the book. It just totally spoke to me on so many levels. And shortly after reading that book, I had this vision of myself as a medicine man, and actually could see myself uh, flying as an eagle. And that is why i I really felt that I wanted to share this with you. Now, later in the show, after we talk with Lynn for a while, I'm going to be gifting a free on-air session with a caller. At this point, a phone number was shared that's been removed for the purposes of this podcast, but you can visit me at perspectivereboot.com. Today, Lynn and I are going to be talking about messages from animals like my eagle wake-up call and also discussing what Lynn calls the original power animal which lives inside of us. So who is this woman, Lynn Andrews? Prior to starting this journey that led her to write Medicine Woman and over 20 books, she was an art dealer in L.A., and I can tell you from reading several of her books, this woman has so much courage and uh, such determination to go through some of the things that she's experienced in her initiation into the Sisterhood of the Shields. Please join me in welcoming Lynn Andrews, shaman, mystic, and best-selling author. Welcome, Lynn.
2: Well, thank you so very much. I'm absolutely honored to be on your show.
1: Oh, thank you. Uh, Could you just very briefly explain for people who might not know, what does the word shaman mean?
2: Well, shaman has truly a different connotation in every Native settings. Shamans do come from, for the most part in history, from native settings somewhere in the world. Sometimes they're called, uh, you know, a woman of high degree, a man of high degree. Um, They are not usually medicine women or medicine men. A shaman is someone who has special abilities, usually. From the time that they're born, but oftentimes also that come in later on in their lives. And a medicine person, if you go truly into traditional uh, Native world, a medicine people are usually born into a tradition through their parents. Okay. And, you know, a medicine man and woman will have a child, and that person becomes a medicine man or woman also. A shaman, however, is very individual, very different. I've never met two shamans that are alike. They um, oftentimes have special abilities that will frighten people, but they heal people. Always, mm-hmm. in, you know, in, in a native setting. Uh, they do ceremony. They have... All kinds of tools for healing. And when I say tools, I'm talking about drums and rattles and, and different medicine bags and so forth that create power. And um, so a shaman is someone. Oh, golly, excuse me. I just God need. God you. <laughs> a shaman is someone who can choreograph the energies in the universe.
1: Mm, I like that. When when I was thinking about it earlier, I actually got the word conductor, almost like a symphony, conducting a symphony.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Yes, indeed. Um, So
1: you you have had experience uh, working with shamans or, I don't know if you'd call your your mentors shamans or, or medicine women from Manitoba, the Yucatan, the Australian Outback, and the Himalayas.
2: And and Europe and all over the place. I've written 20 books, actually, on <laughs> the world of shamanism.
1: Mm-hmm. Great. And well, we're going to take a brief station identification break, and when we come back, we're going to dive right into this topic about how we can miss so much of the richness of life when we don't, experience what animals have to tell us. Uh, You're listening to Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst, and my guest today is Lynn Andrews. Welcome back to Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst. And joining me today is Lynn Andrews. And we're talking about how animals can bring us messages and help us find a deeper connection to ourselves. Before the break, Lynn was sharing what a shaman is. And there's a little more she'd like to add about that. So, welcome back, Lynn.
2: Well, thank you so much, honey. Um, I I was saying at the break that I was talking about uh, traditional shamanism and as it has lived through thousands and thousands of years. But I think it's important to say that there are shamans of today. All of us need, one time in our lives or another, we have urgent questions like having to do with money or having to do with health, uh, abundance. Uh, spiritual matters that are very urgent. When you talk with a shaman, you begin to realize that there is so much more life than what you see and an urban shaman, someone who like me, is living in the world, uh, the ordinary world, and I have a daughter and a family and um, animals and all kinds of things. (laughs) You know, you have to Have a foot in spirit and a foot in the physical world, and you need to learn how to balance that, Um, and I teach that. I realized a long time ago, I've written 20 books, as I've said, and I've been on many book tours all over the world, and I realized as I was moving through the populations of other worlds, including ours, that... People desperately need help. They desperately want the understanding of who they are in life, why they were born, how can they let go of what no longer serves them and uh, take their power. And I found also that people so often were abused in childhood, which gives them a series of conditionings and reactions in later life that really need to be dealt with, because otherwise they tend to sabotage their happiness and sabotage their real success. Mm-hmm. And so I just think it's important to say that shamanism sounds like a word that belongs somewhere in Mongolia, and often it does. But there are also shamans of today, people with special abilities. If you walk in the door, I can see lights around you. I know... Um, I have a sense of your pain, and it was because of that, the fact that I'd always been able to do that, that, um, first of all, it made me feel very separate and different early on, because when I mentioned that to my best friend, we practically lost our friendship when I was six years old, and so, therefore, um, I hid myself. I hid away, Mm -hmm. and uh, as if um, I didn't have these abilities at all. And um, I learned then that you cannot be somebody that you're not. You cannot pretend not to have abilities as well as you can't pretend that you have them when you don't have them.
0: Mm -hmm. it
2: works both ways. Yes. (laughs) So all my books, the first books that I wrote, Medicine Woman and Spirit Woman, Jaguar Woman, etc., those books were all about me living in Beverly Hills, my ex-husband, was out of Warner Brothers, we made films, we raced cars, we were, you know, had a wonderful, splendid life. The only problem was, is that I felt that I was not following my destiny. So mm-hmm. I was in the teachers, and I found them in the north of Canada. Anyway, that's my story. I just thought <laughs> your people, your listeners, would like to know... Uh, that there are people out there who can help them find the meaning in their life and what they're here for. Anyway.
1: Well, let's yeah. segue from that right into this concept of the original power animal. And this is a course that you have available online through your website, which is lennieandrews.com. And I actually took that course myself and, and really enjoyed it. So let's just talk a little bit about this concept of an original power animal.
2: I think people grow up in societies and families being conditioned by them. And in one way or another, you are a Catholic, you are a communist, you are an American, you are whatever. Whatever the family or the society decides to lay on you. And as a result of that, you begin to lose a sense of who you truly are. And if there's abuse in the family, it's even worse because you begin to live somebody else's dream rather than your own. And when that happens, then it's very hard to find your dream after you've left home and you, you know, have gone through school and you have a job and you're living in the world, sometimes it's very, very difficult to know who you are. Somebody will say to you, well, what did you want to be when you were a little girl? And they'll say, I don't know. I really don't know. And that's because somebody else had a dream that they were laying upon you.
1: So the getting in touch with our original power animals can help us connect with that dream? (laughs)
2: Mm-hmm. I do something called um, a power animal ceremony, and you can um, actually you can buy the DVD and the CD of that on my website, and power animal, finding your power animal is a process, it's a ceremony, and there is music that goes with it, and you go into a, a very deep state of meditation, and we're doing this. Why do we do this? Why do we find our power animal? Because we so often really have no idea who we honestly are. And our power animal puts you face-to-face with your original nature. In other words, who you were born with. <laughs> your, your power animal comes with you. And the power animal, um, to a lot of people, people say, oh, my God, what does that mean? But they're always interested in what their power animal was, and or is, really? I should say. And we have many power animals that come with us through life. But the original power... I'll just tell you my story. I was in, still living in Los Angeles, and um, I had a, a medicine man friend who often came to visit. And he had also written books and so forth. And we were sitting one day in the garden... And he said, what do you think your power animal is? And I said, well, I think I'm a deer, because I deer is so beautiful, and, and they're, you know, so precious, and blah, blah, blah. And they laughed. He was with a friend of his, and they were laughing at me. I couldn't believe it. And uh, finally, uh, we went through this meditation and so forth, and... I came up with my true power animal, which is a wolf. And I just couldn't believe it. I said, I'm a wolf. And they said, yes. I said, well, wolves, you know, uh, are very predatory. And they said, yes, you're very predatory. You're predatory because you are so curious. You walk down the trails of wisdom. And you, because you're a black wolf, a black wolf lives in the West. And they're um, very, they're not introverted, but they're kind of introverted, extroverted. They're, uh, I'm a lone wolf who doesn't want to be alone. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. I'm filled with all kinds of, of conflicts in that regard. And uh, <laughs> and then I, I, I had the hardest time accepting the fact that I was predatory, because that means that, you know, maybe you hurt somebody or killed something. and. And they said, no, it's not that you kill other people. It's that you are looking for the source. You're looking for the, the truths, the wisdom, um, how to behave, and so forth. And you take all of these things of wisdom that you've learned as you are walking down the trails of adventure and existence, and you bring them back to the cubs, to your, to your uh, pack. And you teach them. The wolf was the original lycanthropus, the original teacher. And uh, they'll show their babies, for instance, how a bird might pretend uh, to be hurt, to bring you out into deep water, and then they fly away. And the wolf has a real hard time getting back to shore.
1: Things like that. We're coming up on time for another break, Lynn. When we come back, I think it's important to acknowledge, you know, this sense that you thought a deer was better than a wolf and my understanding of how there really is no better than. That's right. I'd love to talk with you about that.
2: Okay, Uh, that would be super. I'd like that a lot.
1: Okay, so you're listening to Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst, and my guest today is Lynn Andrews. If you'd like more information on Perspective Reboot and the energy, intuitive energy healing that I'm offering, my website is perspectivereboot.com with booking 24-7, and my phone number is 207-216-0473. Stay with us, we'll be right back. Uh, You're listening to Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst, and my guest today is Lynn Andrews. Welcome back to Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst, and today joining me is Lynn Andrews, who is the author of the Medicine Woman book series and many more books that are not part of that series, and she's also a teacher, a shaman, mystic, and healer. So today we're talking about the messages of animals, both from within us, our animal nature, and animals that come into our lives. When we had gone into Brakeland, we had just heard your story about how you kind of went into a meditation with a shaman friend who helped you find that you were a black wolf, and you had not felt good about that initially. You thought it'd be better to be a deer. I just wanted to kind of point out to people that There really isn't, just like, you know, there's not one person here on this earth right now that's better than or worse than somebody else. The same thing with power animals. There really isn't a better than or worse than.
2: That's really true, Uh, one that's less powerful. Um, A a deer is a grazer, so they're not predatory in the same sense that, say, a wolf or a bear or a cougar uh, would be. So to know your original nature, I mean, when I realized, and (laughs) realized deeply within me that I was a wolf, and I'm tremendously predatory, but not predatory in the sense of of finding food or killing something to eat to stay alive, it's predatoriness in a symbolical, uh, metaphorical way. Um, I am just looking for the wisdom, the knowledge on this earth, what it is that helps us to be better, that helps us to be more, that helps us to move, uh, you know, towards a process of higher awareness.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, a traditional Native Americans in the past ha- and now have considered birds, for instance, their allies for at least 10,000 years. And... When you know birds at all, you realize that they bring many blessings and they play many roles in the life of people that have them as, say, a power animal. You know, they're messengers, healers, communicators, guardians. They change your life. Uh, They're teachers, uh, musicians, storytellers, uh, you know, everything. And few people have ever lived really mention this fact, yet nothing could be more important to say Native people, and the relationships, the spiritual relationship that you have with birds and animals is so important. Um, There are certainly several writers who have mentioned the significance of feathers, for instance, in shamanic rituals and so forth, but the meaning attached to these feathers derives from a much deeper and older tradition, one that is... Very much harder to catalog, and mm. that would be the living spiritual tradition surrounding the relationships that people today cultivate with living animals and birds, and it is a key to understanding uh, your true self.
1: I, I also keep thinking, and I just want to mention this because I, I feel when I when messages come through that they need to be spoken, that some people might. Uh, resonate or recognize more the word totem as opposed to power animal.
2: Well, they might. You know, it depends. You know, power animal probably means 100 things to 100 different people. And certainly, um, a power animal uh, is... I, I just can't stress the importance of it. It helps you to understand the secret and hidden parts of ourselves, and why we behave in certain ways. Um, I'll tell you a quick story. I was still living in Beverly Hills, and I'd gone to lunch with some friends, and uh, I came back with this one guy, a little wound man, very successful in uh, writing music for film, and he was just very antagonistic towards me and my and my books, and said, oh, you know, uh, what is a shaman anyway? What is this stuff about magic and power animals? And, um, they you know, I, I, are you crazy? I mean, this is just ridiculous. This never happened to you. And we were going around and around and around. And I was trying to be very nice and very um, understanding. And we came back to my house, and we were just sitting. And he was sitting on the couch next to uh, – this medicine man, friend of mine, and I was sitting in the chair, and he put a pillow over his stomach. And I kept looking at him and looking at him thinking, what in the world? And he kept going on and on about trying to put me down. And I thought, this is very strange. And then all of a sudden he said something that really upset me. And I went into my wolf nature. I just pinned him with my eyes And as I did that, he practically was underneath the pillows on the couch. He was terrified. (laughs) And my (laughs) medicine man friend said, Lynn, Lynn, don't you see? You're a wolf. And our friend here is a field mouse. And in nature, you live on field mice. And he had, without realizing it, he, you know, he had no idea what a power animal is. But it gives you an idea of how people react to certain people. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're afraid of them. Sometimes they love them. Uh, They don't know why. And so a predatory animal, if you're a cat medicine or a, a bear or a wolf, and you have eyes that, you know, when you look at pictures of these animals, the extraordinary eyes are so powerful. And they'll tend to pin somebody, or if they're in the wild, they pin an animal, they decide this is the animal that I'm going to eat today, and they go after that animal. Well, instinctually, we have that feeling in nature uh, and in, in our urban lives or however we live in society, and if you are a predatory person... You want to make sure that that you <laughs> did you hear that? No, <laughs> my dog was howling at me. Oh, <laughs> I just like a wolf. <laughs> Anyway, animals um, have an incredible power, and uh, you can frighten people. If you find that you have somebody that you work with, say that's very nervous around you, you you want to. And you know what your power animal is. That would certainly help if you take right. that course. You know that I have on my website. You can uh, you can find your power animal and you begin to understand what it means to have a power animal. And if you're predatory, you have to soften your eyes with people. Don't pin them, which is your nature. Mm-hmm. And your nature is to go to the source of things, and um, you prowl. Around for nature and for wisdom, and you want to know wisdom. You want to know the workings of things. And we all and have probably, different. Probably, probably
1: conversely, if you're, you know, if you're a more, I don't know even how to classify it, but if you're a field mouse, then you have to know that your nature might be to feel threatened and to just kind of step beyond
2: that well, to realize mou-
1: that that's you know that doesn't have. Ha- you know, not every everybody is really kind of out to get you kind of thing.
2: No, and not only that, but your, your power is something that uh, the wolf could learn from. Uh, the field mice, you know, go deep into the soul of the earth, and they can move into the unconscious emotions and uh, things that really drive you and so often hold you in your life, fear of certain things, for instance. They move deeply into the earth, and they have a sense of that unconscious that the wolf, you know, would would do well to learn about, do you know?
1: Right, yes.
2: So so, um, you're never quite sure of your life till you know your power animal, I swear. It was one of the greatest things that I've ever learned. I live in regular society, I'm... Uh, You know, I'm interested in all of the great religions of the world, the great books that have ever been written. I read and I write and I teach (laughs) all the time, almost every day of my life. And I'm curious, and I'm always running down these trails, and I use dreaming as well. And uh, some of, like a possum. A possum has a wonderful ability to go into the dream time. It, uh, you know, and it pretends sometimes just to be dead so that other animals will just wander on by. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Yes. Well, Lynn, I would love to take an opportunity here to talk about a couple things you have coming up. As we mentioned, you have this great online video workshop, Finding Your Original Power Animals. I took it. I feel it's, you know, very reasonably priced, and that is available on Lynn's website, which is lynnandrews.com, and there's a tab for online video workshops. And then I would also love to have you take just a couple minutes and talk about your upcoming event that you're going to be having in Sedona, which is June 12th to the 15th. Uh,
2: That's particular event is going to be so special. It is our 26th event that has always been at Joshua Tree or at Ghost Ranch in uh, outside of Santa Fe, New Mexico. This one, we moved to Sedona because I feel that we are at the edge of two worlds. We are living a consciousness right now that has been familiar to us our whole lives. Now, all of a sudden, with 2012 and the ending of the calendars, which to so many people meant that we're going to live through Armageddon or a cataclysm, uh, and it is a cataclysm in a way, because our consciousness has actually opened up. And the reason I'm giving this event in Sedona is because of the vortexes have opened as well. Uh, Opened up. I mean, they've always been open. You always felt incredible power there. They're they're amplifying more, more, and with all of these changes in consciousness, it's as if someone has taken a chip and put it into your brain like a computer, and this chip allows you to open up a whole new world that you really didn't even know existed. And so I'm giving it in Sedona to be right in the middle of all of those power areas, the vortexes that are in those extraordinarily beautiful red mountains that are around Sedona, and uh, to be able to walk through the portals. That There's two portals that have opened that we could actually move through. And as we move through them, we step from... What we have known uh, in a shore, say, if you're down at the beach and there's a shore at the beach and you step out over a bridge, you may not know where that bridge leads, but you are sure that there's another shore because you Mm -hmm. can't have one shore without another. But you're moving into the unknown in a sense. And it's very, very good to have people around you who are kindred spirits, who you know, lead everyday lives and yet want to have the beauty and the power of higher wisdom and higher knowledge and higher awareness. And this is the possibility for you to heal uh, so much of what um, is difficult and challenging in your life. I cannot Thank say. you so
1: much for, for offering that, Lynn. And people, if this resonates with you, please go to lynnandrews.com and look into registering for that event. Lynn, I am so thankful that you were here with me today. I loved this conversation, and I hope to actually meet you and be able to give you a, a hug in person at some point in the near future.
2: Well, it would be wonderful if you would come to the event. I would so love that. Come as my guest.
1: Oh, that's so sweet of you. I'll certainly be in touch with you on that. Thank you again, and it's been an honor to talk with you, and I want to just thank you from the bottom of my heart for what you went through to write Medicine Woman because, as I said earlier, it was a key for me in unlocking part of myself that I had buried because as a child I was told to forget what I knew.
2: Yes. Well, thank heaven Uh, we found each other, and I hope we work together. I hope we see each other, and uh, you have a fabulous show. And thank you so much for having me on this. I really appreciate it. You give all of us a chance to have a voice in the world in another way.
1: Thank besides you. Besides
2: writing books. So thank you and and wonderful, wonderful luck and love to you.
1: Thank you so much, Lynn. You're listening to Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'm going to give a gifted healing to a caller that has been patiently waiting on the line. So stay tuned. Thank you so much. Welcome back to Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst. Thanks for joining me today. I have had Ella on the line since announcing the 800 number earlier in the show. Ella, welcome to Perspective Reboot, and thank you for your patience. Thank you for taking me. Oh, you're welcome. Can you tell me a little bit about what you've been experiencing and and how I might help you? Well, um, there was something quite funny happening lately. I see a
3: lot of crows, many crows. And I had a case of a squirrel, which is very rare. And my daughter brought it home. It was almost dying. And we called the animal control. And I suddenly felt like, I can't let that squirrel die. And I did energy work on it. And (laughs) it came back. I mean, it wasn't able to walk on itself completely but it was like 50 mm. percent back to life and i'm i'm, I'm still shell-shocked i did mm. help other friends which are healer and i do have lots of energy but i but i just don't know what to do if i should be a medium i know i can do clearing i had a few experiences in life which i did clearing but i never really planned to do a clearing it just happened and i had to do it you did a clearing like of, a, of a physical space Uh, Yeah, but that's an easy one. No, I did clearing on people because I suddenly had some action going on and I cleared it out. And I was being an awakened child, Mm -hmm. but I don't know what, what direction to take in my life professionally. I'm pretty old already and I'm just not sure if it's the right thing.
1: Okay, well, I have uh, recently stepped into, into my gift, Ella, and I can see from the information that the studio passed on that you're a bit younger than me, actually several years, so don't let yourself feel that the age is the boundary there because that's not a real boundary. I need to give a disclaimer first to acknowledge to you that I am not a licensed physician chiropractor or counselor and that this energy healing work is intended as an augmentation to uh, traditional allopathic medicine. I'm going to work on clearing you probably mostly on your solar plexus and clarity on what your personal power is. Thank you. So um, I'm just going to connect in with you, and if you if you do sense the energy in another part of your body besides, uh, you know, your stomach area is your solar plexus, right? If you if you feel the energy anywhere else, just let me know. Okay, um,
3: I feel my throat. Okay, and I felt the ovaries, and I saw you actually before the call. I felt like white light.
1: Okay. And they were actually in my heart. Okay. So I'm just going to kind of work on, I'm just intending that any kind of self-doubt, and um, I'm at a loss for what the exact word is, but this feeling that, you know, maybe not good enough no, or, or not, not ready I'm yeah. just going to work on that for a moment okay. how are you feeling now Ella? Uh, it felt like in a spa. <laughs> I almost sensed the senses. <laughs> I
3: I missed that. You, it felt like what? It, it almost feels like it like, feels like I'm in a spa and I smell like exotic senses. Oh, nice <laughs> it
1: smells. Nice so listen to listen to inner uh, inner urgings that are going to lead you toward what the next step is for you. Um, try to stay in the present moment and be aware of those um, those messages i also want to mention i didn't really get to mention this during the the uh, message part portion of our show but um, there's a great reference book by um, ted andrews on um, it's called animal speak and it tells you when you see animals uh, that kind of come across your path what message they're bringing to you so I recommend to people that they pick that up. There's a, a pocket guide that you can, you know, keep in your car or have, you know, in your kitchen, you know, wherever you have an, a tendency to see animals, and you can you can look up um, what those animals are kind of bringing a message or medicine to you about. Thank you. Okay, Ella, I'm going to... Um, Disconnect now, um, drink plenty of water, and uh, feel free to contact me about what's happened from today if you have any further uh, questions about this as I'm kind of running out of time here today. Thank you so much for taking me. Oh, you're so welcome. I hope to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Today, you've been listening to Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst. It's been my extreme honor today, and I loved talking with Lynn Andrews about her offerings and particularly how becoming aware of our own spirit animal or spirit guide in the form of an animal can tell us about ourselves and can help us realize how we're reacting with others and and interacting with others. So thank you again, and I hope you'll join me next week on Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst.
0: You've been listening to Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst, wisdom, healing, and empowerment. Christy's divine healing gift can help you release physical and emotional pain which no longer serves you. Consider an intuitive energy healing session with Christy. See you next week for Perspective Reboot with Christy Borst.